Wanna ring the bell? Alright. Ding, ding. What is up, everybody? This is Garrett. I'm going to chime in real quickly before this intro to let you guys know that we actually called an audible through this episode. Uh, We were going to do a hybrid episode with a little bit of Cena versus Rock career in film talk and a little bit of Commando Arnold feats of strength talk. But as we tend to do, we went a little long on one of those subjects. So today's episode, despite what you're about to hear in the intro, is going to be Cena and Rock only. And then next week, you'll be getting our Arnold Commando feats of strength episode. Just wanted to give you that little bit of a heads up so that as you listen to the intro, you actually know what you're going to get this episode. But anyways, here's Cena vs. Rock. Enjoy. We will be back next week as well with our Arnold Commando feats of strength. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Two Views Movies. My name is Garrett. And my name is Carson. (laughs) And last week... We said that we have a few open weeks. We had a couple of ideas that were floating around. We weren't sure what we were going to do. Didn't know what we were going to get into. Uh, That lasted until yesterday, so Saturday, and we record on Sundays. And we still didn't know what we were going to do. And I got to say, like, for coming up with something at the last second, I I feel like we did a good job. I feel like... Well, I'm excited. I'm excited for this episode. Yeah, I mean, it's a throwback, but it provides a lot of potential. I don't even really remember like the the cyclone of ideas that we were coming up with, but I know at one point, like a week or so ago, you had thrown out an idea, and then I think I had randomly gotten mad about John Cena, and I don't remember what happened. I I don't know if it was, I don't know if it was the Suicide Squad trailer. I think, I think that was the genesis, uh, the new Suicide Squad trailer that featured John Cena. Yeah, there was also something else though that I feel like put he is me now over also the top. also hosting Wipeout. If that helps, uh, okay, okay. I think I think you're on to something there. I think I I think you're right. I, I feel like okay. Here's a combo of things I think that happened. I watched Bumblebee uh, in the last like month, give or take, mm-hmm. and then we had the Suicide Squad trailer, and then yes, it was the Wipeout stuff. And I, I think the wipeout is what pushed me over the edge because I, I just feel like he's always the same guy. And it, and that, that just made me think about his uh, uh, career arc, whether it goes from wrestling and then into movies and then now into a game show, which, I mean, The Rock had that Titans show there for a while, too. And, Still does, but yeah. Yeah, and I mean, you can't help but compare... And contrast, right? The Rock and John Cena. I mean, clearly, there's a model there. Right, right. So we kicked that around a little bit, and we're like, "Well, we don't, we don't, we don't know what to do there." And I was like, "Okay, well, here's another idea." And this is one I've had floating in my head for years now that I've wanted to do. I've wanted to catalog Arnold Schwarzenegger's. How do I say it? Unnecessary feats of strength. So. Like, all feats of strength, I mean, we could probably do, but what kills me is the unnecessary ones. So, like, if you go back and watch Arnold movies when he first broke out of the scene, clearly the guy's huge. He's massive, bigger than life. So they felt the need to make him do things in movies that were just wholly unnecessary to show off his strength. 
You got to play on that. I mean, that's what you're using, right? Is you right. cast Arnold just so he can lift things. Yes, exactly. And I get it. So I've always wanted to go through and like document and rank all of the feats of strength that he does in a movie. Well, we couldn't do all. I mean, that'd be so much research for us to pull off in one episode, right? Like we, we would have to spend, you know, six months watching Arnold movies, cataloging them, all that stuff. That's a lot of effort. So I'm like, okay, how are we going to do this? So I think where we landed is let's just do an Arnold series where we take, you know, maybe one movie at a time or a couple of different movies at a time, depending on how much we have between episodes. Let's break down the old school Arnold movies because, you know, he's older now, so he's not going to do the feats of strength anymore. I, I don't think. Maybe. Maybe, but, but they, they also won't resonate as much. So we landed on a couple of things in this episode. We are going to uh, talk about Commando, which I think is perfect because... Well, but one of the ideas before, before we get to that was to do the top five unnecessary feats of strength. That, <laughs> for right, that's true. And, that's and true. both of us pulled... We like, well, gosh, I can name five alone in Commando. And yeah. then, so we started going through, it was like, gosh, there's even more than that. And we're, we're sitting there, we're like, okay, let's just do Commando. And yep. then, and then we'll move through other uh, 90s, 80s uh, Arnold movies. Uh, so it's almost uh, a throwback to our retro reviews, but yes. we're going to have an Arnold, Arnold series. Yep. So I feel like anytime we have a gap in episodes, which this won't count next week, so I don't think we're going to go back to back for next week, but moving forward, uh, we will fill like non new release weeks with uh, with an Arnold series, which will we'll break down some of his movies and then make sure to highlight the feet, all the feats of strength with with a double highlighter on the unnecessary ones, which I, I'm thrilled we get to talk about today in <laughs> Commando because it I, I have a feeling that Commando might be the peak of oh it it doesn't it doesn't top Commando nothing can top what Commando is in, in terms many, of many, unnecessary feats of strength in terms of everything. Yeah. In terms of, uh, it, I you, don't know you, about that. We'll, we'll, we'll get we'll get to that, and I and I'm excited to get to talk to about Commando because Commando's uh, not Arnold's best movie. Well, it depends on what you are looking for in best. I mean, I feel like even if you want what Commando has to offer, I guess I feel like a couple of his other movies might might do it a little bit better. Commando is the epitome of '80s action. Yeah, I mean, it, and, and it's cheese and too. The, yeah. Oh, it, it's it's one hundred percent cheesy, and it's eighties yeah. action. And if we can think it, we're putting it in here. And yeah. why don't why don't and let's and not just put it in here. Let's put it in here to the tenth degree. You yeah. know. And so it's it just that is if you say what's an eighties action movie and you don't say Commando, I mean that that just hurts. I think. I yep. think that is, that is that is eighties action. I agree. I mean, and, and it's it's great because it was in an era where like action movies were just blowing up and they were taking on a new life. You know, it went from like, I think Charles Bronson in the seventies to then now you've got Stallone and Arnold, you know, there, there's similar scenes in first blood part two and commando, you know, you got the loadout scene, you got the big muscles shooting the machine gun. Like it, it's just, it's funny. Um, because it's, it, it's, it didn't matter. It didn't, didn't need to make sense. It just needed to be big and huge and yes, and ridiculous, which is completely different than where we're at today with action movies, which is where we're like, Okay, we need good choreography, right? We <laughs> we need to see that you put time and effort into staging every last second of this fight. You you can't get away with the stuff that you could have done. You no, know, you couldn't. And maybe with kids, sure, but not with adult audiences. And so I wonder how adults treated Commando in the eighties. Like, did they think it was as cool as we did when we were kids? I don't yeah. know. 
I think they did. And I think it's because <laughs> I think it's because of the evolution of the genre, right? Like yeah. movies like that didn't exist before Commando and like I said, you had the Charlie Bronson, um what is that? The the Death Wish, right? The right. Clint Eastwood Dirty Harry. So you had some of the shooting and stuff, but you didn't have like these one man wrecking crews. You know, going through killing hundreds of guys at one time, bullets, explosions. You know, there, there. That was they broke the model there. Yeah, big muscles, big guns, and that's yeah. that's kind of what brought us to the combination of these two topics today. Of where are the the big muscles anymore? Because there was there was a show about action movies, uh, the history of action movies, something like that on Netflix. I I apologize for not getting the name right. Uh, but basically, they, they pointed at Die Hard and Bruce Willis as, as kind of the end of the beginning of the end of big muscle action of, hey, a normal guy can do action movies. And so you don't see those so much anymore uh, until, you know, my, my buddy Dwayne uh, came came on the scene and started to bring bring that back. And so he's really the only one that's doing big muscle action movies. I mean, you have the superheroes, mm-hmm. but none of them are are really larger than life. I mean, yeah. yes, uh, Chris Hemsworth is a massive man, and, H- and Henry Cavill is just chiseled, but The Rock is a 6'4", just animal. Like, right. Chris Hemsworth is kind of a slender slender guy with just huge arms, and, and The Rock is just a massive, massive man. Well, I, I think it's interesting that you mentioned that, because I do think that like the proliferation of superhero movies it kind of negates the need to see the big real life human who's you know arnold size right because like you know would arnold have been as cool if you already lived in a world of superman and thor and the incredible hulk and all these guys right like those existed back then but not on the screen like they do today so it's to me it's just like you're getting your fill of super powered guys over here to where the style of movie that Stallone and Schwarzenegger were doing, you know, even now when the rock makes a movie, it's, it's not like those other movies. I I would argue that the closest thing we have maybe to those old school movies is the fast and the furious franchise. Right. I mean, Mm -hmm. they're not big burly guys, but like they're very much in that model where, well, Vin thinks he is. Oh yeah. Vin in his, you know, four inch boots, but you know, (laughs) instead of, in the eighties where it was machine guns and explosions. Now it's like, you know, how, how fast can we drive this car off the edge of the mountain and have it hook on a grappling hook? You know what I mean? Like the logic in the fast and the furious franchise is the same as the eighties where it's like, it doesn't matter. Just make it bigger. Just make it go faster. Like Vin catches a car in the trailer of the newest movie. Right now. I'm sure there's some reason for that, but like, that's the kind of stuff that they're doing. There's, I think no, that's there's never a reason for that. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's, I, I feel like that's the closest we got. Cause like, I don't feel like John wick or I haven't seen nobody, but just from the premise of nobody, like those, well, that's, the, that's the extreme opposite side of let's take yeah. the worst, the worst looking yes. actor and make him an action star. Right. With the best action though. Right. I, mean, right. I don't, I don't think these movies could exist without those. So like clearly, you know, what happened in the eighties set the, the tone and, you know, paved the way for lots of these other things. But it is interesting that, like even when you see The Rock and he's huge on screen and say like uh, skyscraper, it I don't know that was more that was more like Die Hard or Sudden Death than it was you know Commando or First Blood Part Two. Right, right. But he's 
he does lean some towards that. I mean, his Hobbs yeah. character is I'm yes. a big, strong, massive guy in a massive tank thing driving around. You know, yes, Hummer. But yeah, you're right. Fast and Furious is where he he plays to that. Yep. So, but so that got us to this this Rock versus Cena talk, especially after your Cena rant of, you know, they have very similar careers, and what went wrong for John Cena? While The Rock is now, you know, every movie he's probably making hundred million dollars. You know, just to just to show up and potentially running for president, everybody loves him. You know what what <laughs> what's what's the difference here between The Rock and then you look at John Cena's career, which started very similarly, and even got into the straight action that same with the The Rock, and then John Cena, I just I don't see this ending well for him. Um, I mean, it depends on how you define well. Uh, he's financially he's fine if that's sure. what you're saying i'm just saying well, he is not going to be taken seriously as an actor he is not going to be uh, taken seriously as a lead guy his career has le- his, okay. his 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 career has now a supplemental guy he is, he is a add-on he is not a face of a franchise sure i think uh i think the rock has had a few more years under his belt to escape some of his early maybe what we will call missteps or uh, cutting his teeth. Whereas I think John Cena um, has not had as much. I think John Cena has still been wrestling a lot up until recent years. And I think now he's maybe finally going to go full on. And it'll be interesting to see how he varies things up. But I think at their core, they have some differences that are going to... That's going to make Cena not perform as well. Well, I think I think the main thing is charisma. You know, John yes. Cena has none, and uh, and The Rock is just loads of it. Yes. And so when especially when you come to this Wipeout thing, uh, I don't know if you've seen it. Uh, I love Wipeout. Wipeout's one of my favorite shows on TV. Just love <laughs> seeing people get blindsided, hit in the face. You know, just that, that's all you need. You don't even need, you know, color commentators. But uh, I absolutely love that show. So it just just came out. Uh, <laughs> the new one where he's a host and it's terrible. It is terrible. He he has, it, it's, he is reading a card. He is trying to read these punchline jokes that somebody else wrote for him after they, they've watched. It's, it's not good. And you can yeah. tell that he, 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 it has not his setting and he's an executive producer. So I, I thank him for bringing back, <laughs> you know, wipe out, but yeah, but it is not good. And, and he I, I, have, I don't watch it, but I can tell from the the commercials that he is in still in Cena mode, which yeah. I get that there's a rock mode, but to your point, there's a lot of charisma and what seems like genuineness to the rock, and I, I haven't seen or found that in Cena yet. So I, I want to focus a little bit on, on the rock, and I think what took him to superstardom after appearing in some movies. So he went, you know, Scorpion King, you know, which yuck, or he was in the mummy returns as a Scorpion King and mm-hmm. not, not a good first outing, you know, and then, then started to do some action movies, but he was, well, I'm going to call him little rock, even though he's six, <laughs> right. four, you know, what, two twenty at the time. Yeah. Uh, but then he just decided where his niche was, was massive. I'm going to just get massive. And, I think that took him to the next level. I think if he would have stayed at his uh, original movie build, I don't Mm -hmm. think he would have been cast quite like he was. 
Probably not. And I don't think he would I mean, have the there's something to the physical stature. But, I mean, there's a lot of – I will say there's a lot of big guys around, right? I mean, there's um, the mountain in Game of Thrones. I mean, if, if you go pull up any action movie where there's there's usually a larger-than-life bad guy there, very muscular, very huge. So I, it's the intersection of the two. So I agree with you that he undoubtedly had – just even in wrestling, had charisma, had screen – presence all that kind of stuff but yes i think that when he decided to ratchet it up a little bit um clearly you know it plays into something more when you're a freak of nature that's that big yeah i mean you have to you obviously have to have the charisma piece but but again he had that all along and he was doing you know the rundown still a large Mm -hmm. man but not nearly what he was uh walking tall I enjoy those movies, but I don't think that was going to take him to, you know, box office king that he is now. You you ratchet it up of his just physical presence, and then now you have both. Or I think right. John Cena, well, not a small man. Watching him in Wipeout, I feel like he's he decided to try to work on his acting chops and let his body not be as big as he used to be. Uh, although looking at the trailer for Suicide Squad, he still looks, yeah, big, he's a big dude, but he doesn't and wipe out. And so again, I don't know what, what so, we're looking at here. I think that's a misstep on his because he's going to be cast solely for his physical presence, not his acting sure. ability. Um, and, and maybe I wonder if some of that has to do with honestly the Rock being out there, right? Like, okay, man, the Rock took the wrestling angle, took the movie angle. He's huge. I'm never going to be as huge as him. Like physically, I will not be as big as him. So like, I still need to be big, but like, let's not, let's not try and blow it out of proportion. I need to try and undercut him in a different way. Um, so, I mean, which is kind of interesting when you look at some of the, the movies that Cena took, like, um, you know, he went daddy's home too. And daddy's home. He went, uh, I haven't seen sisters or train wreck, but he uh, setting aside the early, Okay, I think for both these guys, we should set aside the early crappy action movies, right? Like 12 Rounds, um, Scorpion. The, the Marine, like, which yeah. the Marine is, is is so cheesy, but I feel like that is where he fits. Well, sure. okay, no, not, not exactly, but I feel like that was a good first step for him. Sure. But I guess the interesting thing for me is I feel like Cena tried to subvert that rock path a little bit by going heavy comedy early on. Cause like, if you look at it, it's train wreck, which had, um, Bill Hader and, Oh my God, why can't I remember her name? Um, Amy Schumer. Yes. Amy Schumer. Thank you. Sisters, which had Tina Fey and, uh, Amy Poehler daddy's home, daddy's home Two, blockers. Like those are all, you well, know, so- when, when he, when he finally went mainstream, he didn't go action. He went comedy. So go, Look at how he was cast, though. In the, I know you haven't seen those, but you've seen Daddy's Home, right? Oh, yeah. So, I've seen the two Daddy's Home and Blockers, for sure. So the reason he was cast in those was his physical build. Mm-hmm. You know, based on the role. And I don't know if they built the role around that they got John Cena or or vice versa. or They're looking for that. But they needed somebody bigger, more massive than Mark Wahlberg, you know, to mm-hmm. come in and be that next Daddy's Home character. Right, and so that's why he was cast. It wasn't because oh, John Cena's a good actor, but let's bring him into well, this. Well, sure, or, or John that, that's no funny. different than The Rock. Early on, Rock. I mean, it wasn't sure. like he was brought in because he was a good actor. He's brought in because he was The Rock from wrestling and big, and big, right? Yeah. And so for him to either abandon or not play to that, I think 
is a mistake. So I think he's going to get his roles as big guy, not as I, he's a funny guy. Know. Or I don't people know. Like I him. mean, The Rock. You know, The Rock did some of that too, right? He was in Get Smart. He was in Tooth Fairy. He had a cameo in the other guys. So like, I, well, but 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 all those were based on his size. Well, I think that's inevitable. It's like saying Arnold was, wasn't cast for his size. I think that's exactly that, why Arnold, Arnold was cast. Well, right. But so I'm setting that aside and saying they're all cast like that. But I'm just saying the point I was trying to make was I think it was interesting that he made even inside of that. Because no matter if we're making the claim that The Rock, Arnold, and Cena are all going to get cast for their size, then it, it comes down to what kind of movies are you picking. And I just think it's very interesting that Cena very, very much seemed to try to go the comedy route and not the action route. I mean, setting aside his early wrestling movies. Well, I just don't think he was getting the opportunities in the action Could movie. Could be. Because I, I feel like he was trying to be a leading action guy, and I could be thinking that. And he just now, start. it looks like, again, I'm just going through his filmography, just now accepted the fact that he's a, a side action guy. So he's in the new Fast and Furious, right? He's Dom's yes. brother. Yes, uh, he's in Suicide Squad as a side character as well, Peacemaker. Sh- sure, but I mean the Suicide. I mean the Fast and the Furious role is. I mean, if you're going to consider Hobbs a side, are you considering Hobbs a side role? I guess. I think he elevated the franchise and. Well, right. But what I'm saying is, time, I mean, yeah. if you're being cat, I would argue that the way they're positioning Cena in this Fast and the Furious is a much bigger position than what they gave Hobbs in in his debut in Fast and the Furious. I mean, is he the villain? I don't remember the trailer. Is he the villain in this? Yes, he's the villain, and he's Dom's brother. Whereas in Rock's Fast debut, he was just a cop on the trail of Dom's family, right. or whatever. So I would say that Cena's getting a better position debut-wise in the Fast franchise than what The Rock got. Oh, no, I, I agree. I agree with that. But so I, Fast I franchise, we're on number 10, and this one... For sure. For yeah. sure. I'm just saying that like he's. I think he's making a little bit more of a splash in this one. And I will say, I feel like if so you, you compare... You think that that is, that is an upward trajectory to his career now? I Obviously, mean, this, it, I think this is the biggest movie he's ever been in, right? I mean, let's just let's just look at it. Uh, in 2017, he did Surfs Up Two and <laughs> Ferdinand, which are you know animated movies, and he did Daddy's Home Two. In 2018, he did Blockers and Bumblebee. So I would say at that point, those are two pretty big movies. I mean, Blockers was a well, he was decent sized comedy. He was what five minutes in Bumblebee. Uh, yeah, he's not in Bumblebee a lot, but I mean, it's a Transformers movie. Haley Steinfeld, he's he's the guy there. So I would say he's still kind of going up. Now, Playing With Fire, I didn't see. My wife said it was absolutely terrible. Um, and in Doolittle, he was just a voice, right? So now you're at Fast 9 in Suicide Squad. I mean, I, I don't see how you could potentially argue that that's not an upward trajectory to land Fast 9 in Suicide Squad. Like I, I agree. In, in, and this year, saying, he's going to be but, in his two biggest movies of his career. But as far as superhero movies go, he is playing a joke. He is not playing oh, for sure. Captain America. He is playing, his own words in the little teaser, a douchey Captain America. Sure. But they, is this more or less than Guardians? I mean, that's going to be the obvious comparison, right? Like, I don't think this is going to be his breakout to Chris Pratt, but is it going to be like on the equivalent of you know one of the side characters of Guardians? Sure, and that might be enough to carry you up a little bit. Yeah, so he's more on Batista's level, which I think is still upward for him. I mean, look what look yeah. at what Guardians has done for Batista. 
Oh yeah. Yeah. And but... I, I would I would argue, and I can't believe I'm arguing on Cena's behalf, <laughs> he's getting these franchise opportunities, I feel like, earlier in his career, movie career, than The Rock. Like I don't think so. The Rock, let's see, no. when when did he get Fast Five? Twenty eleven? And his first I mean, well, but it, it Fast Five was well after he was the franchise savior before Fast Five. Like they were bringing that, him into that was his first movie. That I mean, that was his first Fast movie. First Fast movie, yeah, yeah. Are you are you saying that people live and die by the Fast? No, movies? but what I'm saying is, if you look at all his movies leading up to that, there there's not a definitive role in there. So I'm trying to say that his first definitive you're fran- role... You're saying franchise role that he can continue on. Uh, that you've I'm not even saying that. To have. I'm just saying, like, if we're talking about upward trajectory and big roles that then catapult you onto other things, I would say The Rock getting in Fast Five was his moment. And then I would argue that maybe Cena is getting his moment in Fast 9 and Suicide Squad a little bit quicker in the life cycle than what Rock got. I'm not saying he earned it more. I'm just saying like he might be getting his break a little bit quicker. Put it this so, way. I, I, think, I think 2021 is John Cena's chance. This is his year to see whether he can parlay this into something else. Just like 2011 was The Rock and Fast Five. And then from there, he started getting in. It looks like, you know, Pain and Gain. He did another Fast movie. I mean, G.I. Joe. We've said this before about The Rock. The dude lacks a, what, tentpole character, right? He, I mean, he has Hobbs, but he he got into that franchise. He needs his own, and he still hasn't done that. So it's going to be very interesting to see because Cena's in the same boat. Even if he kills it at Fast 9 and Suicide Squad, those aren't franchises for him to run with no i i agree and i always thought the uh character in the rundown that that could have been his ongoing character because i thought they set him up really really well mm-hmm. um the, the movie uh it's kind of cheesy but beck i thought was his he was basically a bounty hunter that had the soft side and then played to both the rock badassness and his his charisma on, and he could just turn it, the switch. And I really thought that they were going to do more Beck movies. You, but unfortunately I feel like you would have to also bring back Stifler, <laughs> you know, if you're going to make sequels, yeah. but I think if they could have just carried that character along, but you're right, he doesn't have that. Uh, and maybe, and that's maybe what they're trying to do with black Adam. Maybe know, he's going the superhero route, but I, I kept trying to think when I saw John Cena cast as, uh, and Suicide Squad was there's no superhero, like serious superhero you would ever cast John Cena as. No, I, I he's I, and I know comics and they go deep, uh, but there's none that you'd want him to be that guy, right? It, and and so it left him with a, okay, I'll do this guy as a joke, kind of thing. Yeah, and so, and I don't think he's. He, I guess he could do more or a series or a spinoff of something with this, but I don't see this as... No. I, I just don't think the dude can act. I mean, if we're being brutally honest, I, I don't... Which is why you've got to stay and go big. Yeah. But I think I think that's where it comes in. He's always just going to have this niche. I think, I think his ceiling is these kinds of roles, like Fast 9 and Suicide Squad and action movies 
slightly below that caliber. Like I'm thinking Liam Neeson type action movies, right? Like what, what Bruce Willie became later in his career. You know what I'm saying? Like it straight to Amazon prime is what well, you're saying. Basically just, what Batista is doing now. Yeah. I mean, Batista's, Batista has Marvel and yeah. then he has all this crap. I mean, it's, it's kind of it. It's just, I don't feel like, I just don't feel like the guy can act. Um, and I think the funny thing is, like, when you look at their wrestling characters, The Rock was a caricature in in the ring, right? He, everything, mm-hmm. all his his movements, his his talk, his his eyebrow, everything. And, and Cena was just a, a vanilla. I'm I'm the next iteration of the early Hogan, eat your vitamins, drink your milk kind of guy. Uh. I don't think anybody really liked Cena's wrestling shtick. I think it was just like I think he hit well with like eight year old kids to twelve year old kids that want to root for the good guy. But when you try right. to parlay that into a, a movie career, it's just like I don't want to see the same thing over and over again. But Cena feels like he's the same in every. And I know I'm going to take some grief because The Rock kind of feels the same in every movie. But the difference is if you can't act, which I'm not saying The Rock can't act. I'm just saying like when you reduce somebody down to not being able to act, all that's left is their natural ability to overcome. And the rock has that. And Cena doesn't. I do. I do think this move of him choosing the villain route, which knowing the fast franchise, they're going to make him sympathetic oh. and a hero somehow. <laughs> For sure. And so we can spin that to other movies, but right. him being the villain, I think is what he needed to do. I think he needed to get out of that. I need to be the leading man hero guy because I don't think he has the charisma for people to root for him. No, but you, but if you could root against him, then I think that's where his, uh, his future lies. I think that's, that's a good, a good spot for him. Yeah. So I'm anxious to see, uh, you think this is a make or break year for him? Well, I think you're right. I think it's a turning point year. I mean, it, basically if you go up from fast nine and suicide squad, you're, you're doing something right. Cause those are going to be big movies. I mean, regardless they're going to make a ton of money at the box office. They're going to get you tons of screen time in front of people. Uh, and if you go up from there, you're going to be in a pretty good stratosphere. You know, you're probably going to be sitting in the top 50 actors in the world for roles at that point. Um, if you backslide, then you're back down in like the, I mean, Daddy's Home was still a solid movie. You know, Bumblebee's fine. I mean, you're just not going to be at that upper echelon. Again, he's a side character in all those. He has no. Sure. But I mean, could you see him being in like a remake of The Running Man? I mean, yeah, absolutely. Like, like that's. No, No, I can't because I don't think they hire. hire Well, I guess what I'm saying is. Could he do the. Could you put him in Arnold's space spot in the exact same shot for shot of The Running Man? Yes. But. And I think. They don't make movies like that anymore. I think that's the route he's going to have to end up going is clearly Arnold didn't get roles because of his acting. He got it because right. of, um, you know, his size. But then also, like, I, I, I guess what I'm saying is you got to get the roles that Cena plays where it doesn't require good acting. Whereas The Rock, you can put in there. He can be funny. He can be charming. He can do all this stuff. Cena just needs, like, the blank-faced, stoic, I don't need a lot of dynamicness from you. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think of some recent action movies where I can, you know, plug Cena in um, and have him John do- Wick. I mean, it, it's kind of along those lines. I would probably go less... Um, He'd probably do it better than Keanu, right? You can go away now. Um, 
no, I, I think it needs to be, honestly, it needs to be Rambo. Like the, the Rambo that we liked from 20, what, 15? I don't remember what it is, but it needs to be that where you don't give him a lot of talking. You don't give him a lot of dynamics. He just goes in and, and wrecks, wrecks stuff. Yeah, so him being big. I mean, yeah, so I, don't, I, I, I don't think he has to be hulkishly big, but yes, he needs to be big and he needs to be an action guy, but one that see, doesn't. See, I, I do. I do think he needs to be hulkishly big because if he's not, he's so far down the casting list that I could get these other guys. If I'm just going to get a guy, you know, I'm going to go with, you know, Liam Hensworth, you know, over. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, what I'm saying though is Cena right now, let's not act like he's a small guy. He's just no, not. The no, rock. I'm, I'm just saying he's that significantly if, if bigger he's not... than Liam Hemsworth and Vin Diesel and all these other guys. Right. I'm just saying that there's other people that bring other things also to the table that you could say, well, if he's not going to be obnoxiously big, you know, and I feel like that's what he brings to the table is, hey, people want to see big guns, you know, big muscles. Then, then you have so many other choices of who you could cast that. I just don't feel like that. This yeah. is a WWE production. You, you are going to have options. I mean, Cena's not going to be the guy who's like, okay, well, if we can't get John Cena, then it's just everybody else. I mean, he's going to be mixed in with like the Jason Statham's, the you know, hopefully for his sake, a little bit better than Frank Grillo. You know what I mean? Like, the it's it's that it's yeah. the guys that we saw in um, <laughs> Expendables. He he either needs to figure out if he is mm-hmm. Bruce and Sly and Arnold. Or are you, you know, uh, Randy Couture, uh, uh, Terry Crews? Um, you know, where where are you? I mean, and I, I feel like I just maybe have coined like a great thing for us to explore in the future, which is like our star, our action star tiers need to be based off of Expendables casts. <laughs> so I think Terry Crews is a good comparison. I mean, Terry Crews has more charisma, but would he get cast and stuff if he wasn't so big? Sure, I. That's what I'm saying. Like, let's let's use the expendable. So, we, so, we need to dive so, into but this. He, so he is. So I. So he has two things that, in in Cena has one, and if he's losing that one, then he is beyond. Now Terry Terry Crews, I feel, can't help himself be Terry Crews in sure. the movie, you know, and so his he has to have that comedy he can't just be a badass for some reason i, I, I don't know why he, he just can't leave some well, of that he's kind of typecast himself right i mean it's just it, it's the same thing with cena like i think people are going to have a hard time for those that followed him in wrestling divorcing the character whereas the rocks character was so over the top that you could just kind of forget it but, but even, even watching and i encourage you to watch Wipeout. but he's got no charisma i agree and i feel like Wipeout and people seeing "Quote unquote," the real John Cena, and I know that it's still him acting yeah. know, as a host, but but that's supposed to be who he is. And I've seen him on on Total Bellas, and he's not that you know exciting of a guy to watch. Yeah, you know, and he's he's that's just who he is, and mm-hmm. he can't get out of that part. So I think him showing that side of him on Wipeout is not helping. Yeah. His his perception to America, at least. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I mean, it's it's exposure, but I'm not sure it's right for what he needs for a movie career. Yeah, but I do like the bad guy angle if he just stays in that lane. Yeah, Good. no chance. Just, just, just <laughs> I mean, I, I, you know, you see the the stars in his eyes. So if you want to be the 
he wants to be the rock. Mm -hmm. Like that's kind of the path that he's trying to be. And yeah, that will never happen. Uh, Batista and in my mind coming into this, I totally forgot about Batista. But I was thinking about why weren't more wrestlers transition into movies better than they have. Uh, And I would say Batista's right at John Cena level. I don't know where you put him. Would you put him above? I mean, the problem with Batista is he, he, I mean, I'm trying to think of movie. He had that uh, spy movie over this, like last summer, I think right when the pandemic hit maybe with the little girl that I've got a couple of them. Yeah, he's, he's got that one, and then the Uber Stuber. Okay, and then he had um, he's in Blade Runner twenty forty nine, but I mean, not enough. So to, he, enough I, I really enjoy him as a Batista shows up. Like he's in Hotel Artemis and things. Mm-hmm. He's not the leading character. I like it when he shows up. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a lot like uh, who do we say Harley Quinn, like yeah. her character, and uh, even the Hulk. You know, I like. I don't want their main. Um, focus to be on them but i love it when he comes into the into the movie yeah so like like drax i think is a perfect fit for him he's not leading everything but i love drax Mm -hmm. and i think that's where where batista fits because his ones that he's leading aren't aren't so great and i know they're kind of kiddie and cheesy the ones that he's made but um but i think uh it's the side ancillary characters where both of these two belong I think Cena has potential to pass Batista only because I feel like Batista had his, uh, what I would call 2021 moment. So Cena's getting ready to have his with fast nine and suicide squad. And Batista got his with Drax twice, three times now. I mean, depending on how many Avengers movies you count to like in it, and it hasn't parlayed for him. So I feel like Batista's kind of already on the downslide. Because there's only so much Drax left to play, and sure. you didn't parlay that into anything else, so you're gonna kind of, if you didn't capitalize on it right in that moment, I'm not sure it's gonna, it's gonna work for you. So I think where where Batista's non Marvel career is is probably where he's going to continue to be. I'm sure he'll maybe get some some spot shots here and there, like you said, dropping in movies and stuff. But I don't see it. Um, I don't see it coming together for him. Well, he's also fifty-two. Oh yeah, know? for sure. He's definitely older. Batista's on the on the old end. But those guys are ageless. I mean, how old's The Rock? Like forty-eight, forty-nine. Four, yeah. So I think it was forty-eight, and and Cena was five years younger than him. Okay. Yeah, because Cena's only I think a few yeah. years older than us, like five years older than us. So, I mean, I don't think yeah. age matters. I mean, Sly's still out here. Well, doing it, it does if you're banking on size. You know, and looking cool. I mean, and, but if if you could keep it up, yeah. I mean, you know, but there's good. There's gonna be the rock's gonna be a walk. The rock is getting bigger with age. Like, <laughs> I mean, I'm not sure how the math works exactly, but there is a uh, there's a direct correlation between the rock's age and his freakish size. He is a genetic freak. That yeah. is absolutely true. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm very interested in uh, in where this goes for Cena. Um, I don't have a lot of hopes. I I don't even particularly care because I don't, I didn't like the guy as a wrestler. I do think that's part of what hurts him too, is that kids liked him, but adults, I didn't, I didn't know many adults, I guess that, that liked Cena. Like when, when my son was really into wrestling and we were following it, like, I guess I just didn't really feel like adults liked him. So I think there's like this gen, not gender gap, age gap, generation gap is what I was going for, where maybe the kids who liked Cena in 08, 09, are just now hitting their their twenties, um, 
so maybe they'll start to res, you know resonate with them whereas guys my age resonated more with the rock I, I don't know what it is but i mean i do think at its core though we, we've both said this a couple different times now that there's just this i feel like there's a facade on cena that you can't you can't crack and maybe you can't crack it because that's just who he is yeah and, and truly i think that's who he is it's, you can't it's hard to, to change if you're not charismatic. Like, that's not... I mean, sure, you could work on it and try to get outside your box, but ultimately, you are who you are. Yeah. Um, and I'd, I'd like to see how this turns out for him. I mean, I, when I see him, I'm like, ugh, John Cena. That's how I feel now. <laughs> you know, I've, I've seen a lot of his movies, and, yeah. and they're they're not good. You know, even him in movies, it's, he's trying so hard. I feel like he's trying so hard Yeah. Uh, in, in everything that he's doing. Yeah. Uh, but he it doesn't feel like he's natural in in any of these roles. Yeah, like he he's forced, and it's just being a bad actor. And so, and can that improve? Yes, you can, you can be better as an actor, but as a human being, likable. I don't know. Well, it's one of those things too, where if you go back to wrestling, who whose decision was it to just start catapulting John Cena to the stratosphere? Because I feel like without that backing, I mean, it had to be Vince or Triple H or somebody, sure. right? But without that backing, I don't know that he goes anywhere. He could have well, just well, his, he was the he but, was the Captain America, right? Yeah, but he. I mean, there, you there, there were heels, like, and you, I, I feel like they could have picked anybody to be John Cena. They just happened to pick John Cena, right? Because I, I feel his role yeah. is not very hard. It's the go out, you know. Eat, eat your vitamins, drink your milk, say your prayers, kind of thing. So it just happened to be him. There's I, maybe I'm just being mean to the guy, but I don't feel like there's anything special about John Cena. It just he was the right person at the right time, and they made it happen for him. He got the power of the machine behind him. Well, I think he was he had the physique that was more impressive than most other wrestlers. Uh, he wore the jean shorts that uh, appealed to most of the audience. Uh, that watches wrestling. <laughs> yeah. The uh, but but I think he got the you know when he came on he was he was a different uh, a different character than what they turned him into. Oh yeah, he was like and a white turned, rapper. Yeah, and then uh, he came into this again, like you said, again like the Captain America hustle, you know, loyalty, and, respect. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and so while that's that's cool at first, it, it, it wears thin. Yeah, and he never changed it. Right. You know, so so he always he couldn't he never played the villain other than you just don't like the good guy is yeah. the only way that he played the villain. He needed the Hogan and, heel turn, man. Right. He did. He did. He should have had that somewhere. And I feel like they there was a couple things where they tried to make him, but they, they quickly pulled back on that. Yeah. You know, and and so his whole uh, aura was this Boy Scout that plays again to younger people. Yeah. And but there's no depth to it. Yep. I think that's where the there's nothing, and really nothing for him to play with either. Right. You know, if you're if you're stuck in that same rut of this is it. Yeah. I so yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah, and and Captain America having depth was a very hard turn for uh, for Marvel to do because he was not a cool character. Sure. He's just something that everybody looked up to, and so uh, again, Chris Evans is going to quit because. You know, it wasn't much for him to to explore until they started giving all these other scenarios of well he's still a good guy but against the government what you <laughs> yeah. know and so they they needed that that more depth and I don't think John Cena got it at all in his wrestling career so I feel like that's why older people don't particularly gravitate to him anymore. Yep, forever. I, 
I, I agree with you, man. I think a lot of it could be traced back to wrestling. You know, The Rock was good, bad, good, bad, volatility, a caricature, larger than life, um, had to be somebody other than who he actually is at his core. And I think Cena was just one-dimensional and yeah. spent all those years being one-dimensional and can't break it now. Became that. Yeah. 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 Well, interesting. I mean, I, I mean, I don't think there's any debate that either one of us think that The Rock is superior in virtually every single aspect. It, it's just funny every to see Cena try to go what we feel like is The Rock route in so many ways and just... It's just falling flat at every step. But, but you can't blame the guy. Why wouldn't you? I mean, he's the biggest thing in the world. Why sure. wouldn't you want to follow those footsteps? Absolutely. So, yeah, he, here's the template. Go get it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. Um, so I think that's that's enough because we're, we're chomping at the bit to get to Commando here. Well, uh, we went a lot deeper on Cena versus Rock <laughs> than I think either of us imagined. So yeah, yeah uh, that's, that's yeah. maybe my fault on that. I uh, I overstepped our comments. Well, you know, for... I mean, anybody who's listened to the podcast for two plus years now knows that you've got a rock infatuation, and you keeping it guy. calmed down for you know to a fifteen twenty minute segment probably was not going to happen. And I was a little little amped up. He did like my uh, my comment <laughs> on his Facebook page yesterday. So and he got a heart uh, emoji. I got a heart emoji from yes. the rock directly from uh, the it, rock. It, it was him on a Saturday night, comment liking my comment. So I know that that was him. Yep. Uh, and until he tells me himself otherwise, yeah, then, uh, I don't believe it. I completely agree with you. Um, we're so probably press bend right now. <laughs> right. So here's what we're gonna do. Uh, we're gonna audible a little bit. This is gonna Uh-oh. be the end of this episode. We are gonna end this one at Cena versus Rock. So I apologize for those of you that may be stuck with this thinking you're going to get some commando. Unfortunately, you're going to have to wait one more week. We are going to continue to talk about this. We are going to have a commando episode. It'll be the next week. So you get Cena Rock this week, you get commando next week. And uh, that's what we're going to do. I think it's the best thing to do. That's, that's safe. Okay. That's safe. All right. Well, let's wrap this one up then. Carson, where can they find you on Twitter? At Carson Graff, G-R-A-F-F. You can find me at, at Two Views Garrett, G-A-R-R-E-T-T. You can find the show on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at Two Views Movies. You can always email us at Two Views Movies at gmail.com. Uh, go out and subscribe to the show uh, via Apple, Google, Spotify, basically anywhere you listen, we are there. If you already subscribe, be sure to leave us a rating and a review to let everybody know how much you like the show. As promised, next week we will be back with our Commando episode that we promised actually this week. And then I think the following week we are looking at Mortal Kombat. So we will catch you next time. What should we do next? Something good? Something bad? Bit of both? Bit of both!